delighted to have you in the podcast where all stories are welcome and the masks come off. Hi Shankar. Hi Shiva, good morning. Good morning and welcome to Soul Brews with Shiva on Coffee and Soul. I'm so happy that you made the time to have this um oh, to be here and I've been watching the episodes and it's been it's been really inspiring and uh, thank you for inviting me. It's uh, a pleasure. I remember some of our conversations with a lot of um uh, I remember those distinctly. So that's why I, I I wanted to definitely have you on the show and Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the time. I'm really happy for that. Thank you. Are you carrying your cup of coffee with you? Oh, absolutely. I follow right. instructions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just pour myself some and I think every soul brew has the sound of this coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Shankar. Yes. Great to see you and welcome once again to Soul Brew with Shiva. Thank you very much. Shankar, can I ask you to hold that uh, oh, brew sure. in in your palms? Just nestle it in your palms. Yeah. yeah. And just lean back. Okay. And close your eyes and let the warmth seep in. What comes to your mind? What do you see? What do you hear? Well, coffee, you know, has been uh, given where I come from. Coffee has been part of my overall growing up age, and I kind of reach out to coffee when I when I want to settle down. When I don't want to come, uh, whether at work now or at home. If I'm reading something, you know, the first thing I want is uh, a good cup of coffee, coffee. with me. It kind of, I don't know. It just helps. I, right, wrong. It just helps me calm and focus. And yeah. Uh, it's been kind of part of my habit if you would say and it just intuitively goes to the coffee coffee yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. at work you want to take a break and first thing you want to do is go grab a cup of coffee and maybe stroll in the office a little bit yeah <laughs> or you know stress together and come back yeah and and has this been you know i know that you're from the south of india and uh, we were talking about it just before we yeah. started recording is that you know it's been it's so much a part of your life and is that is has that been something that um even with your parents there would be sharing yeah. of coffee and yeah absolutely yeah coffee has been a see a filter coffee good filter coffee in a south indian home is a must right <laughs> yes, and yes my mother used to make some i don't know it's it maybe it's the same with uh, i have not tasted anybody else's uh, brewed coffee at home that much that my mother would make and that kind of stays with that taste you know as much coffee you may want to go to any of those high end now more popularized coffee joints but it's nowhere close to what you can get when you brew it at home and make it right so Absolutely. i still i still prefer my filter coffee at home not that you can get it but convenience you know really catches up and i've i've found some interesting concoctions of filter coffee delivered in sachet which is ready to mix you just pour it and pour that's close it's that's close it. all right ashaka that's a great yeah wow okay I've, I tried two varieties, right? Uh, and two of them, one I think from Bangalore or somewhere, and that's close. But yeah, it's not as good. But I'm okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. To, that's good to know that those people, whoever's making these, and uh, they're going to be thrilled because that, that's really authentic coming back from coming from you as a source and of. They're 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 they kind of portioned it nicely for mm. just a good strong half a cup of coffee with you. Just pour it and add some hot water, and you're sorted. Yeah. and so if you want it stronger pour two but it, it kind of the portions are pretty rightly balanced i would say good. then they work on it great okay yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Shankar, you know, it's been a while since you and I caught up and uh, um, I'm very curious to know about your journey. I know a little bit, but if you can take us through what's life been for you, the highs, the lows, ah, some so, defining moments. Yeah. So I was talking to a, you know, senior colleague uh, quite some time back uh, in, in my current job and uh, I was to write my resume and it, it ended before the page ended, but uh, and I, he said, don't worry, mine is even shorter. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that gentleman, this was his second job in his entire career. He's saying, I've done one for 30. The second one, I'm clocking close to 20. I'm done. Wow. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's got multiple pages of it. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fascinating journey, Shiva, quite frankly, uh, starting with working in a public sector undertaking called Maruti Udyog when, wow. you know, and it was, it was really uh, funny. It used to go for the, there used to be a staff selection commission, which has now got disbanded. Uh, right. Now they have multiple other competitive exams for government jobs. Right. You, you, you know, as a obedient uh, uh, son of a government servant, you first look at saying, let me click all Sundays with competitive examinations to get into a government job. So right, that's, right. A, that's a great <laughs> beginning. So, <laughs> I think I did crack one of that and I we got, I got into Maruti Udyog and I remember the first day at office, I was shown a green paper which has got a blue line on the left side and I didn't know what to do with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I asked, what is this? So they explained, oh, this is the, this is what it's called the note sheet in government. Right. And your comments are on the left of the blue line and your content is on the right of the blue line. I said, oh, that's pretty <laughs> <laughs> organized. <laughs> So yeah, it's been uh, uh, it's been some. So I think uh, the major shift I have been through the transition of that company from being a government company to a private company uh, owned by then Suzuki stepped in on a majority. Mm. Entire culture shift was what I would kind of stays with me. There. How long? How long were you there, Shankar? I was there close to 12, 12 and a half years. Long time, and and you saw the transition. I did. I did. Yeah. It was fascinating how the entire delusion of equity happened and how Suzuki came in. Yeah. And uh, we used to make fun initially of some of the newer behaviors which were introduced when it became a Suzuki company. And uh, But, you know, um, hindsight, reflect on it, it kind of made sense to... Uh, I kind of do it in a, in my own way, a little bit of that, uh, even now when I, before I start my day work. So what we used to do is that there used to be one one jingle which used to play in the in the PA system in, in Japanese, which none of us understood. Right. But all of us were trained to stand up when the jingle plays and exercise. And for two minutes, the jingle stops, you sit down and start to work. Okay. It's basically to loosen you up before sure. you start your day. Sure, sure. It used to be very funny. And, you know, being young, we used to say that, you know, dancing to some tune, that kind of a thing. But... <laughs> But, but yeah, when I kind of pass forward it a little bit, it it makes sense, Something, right? Yeah. You know, you, you're driving or you're traveling by a bus or a train or a taxi or something. You you woke up, you know, energetic, you know, got, got dressed and then the journey to get to work has really yes. torn you. You just want to get your ground together saying, okay, I'm here now. I'm going to start working. So something to maybe break the spell and get back to working. So I think it made sense. Now it, when I look at it, it, it does make sense. So no, it makes a lot of sense <clears> to me. And you know, some of these, because as you were just saying, you know, it's really about getting yourself back into the creative space in your head and grounding yourself to see, I can now check in and work. And 
I think getting that exposure at that that time, yeah, it was probably funny. But pro is that something you carry on doing right now, Shankar? Is that I something? I don't have that the jingle anymore. You don't have the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I do it without the jingle. Yes, I do a little bit of my own stretching before I settle down, saying, "Okay, let me just you know fire up my laptop and start looking what's what's there for the day." Hmm. But a little bit of my own way of stretching once I reach home because you're driving. There is a stress of the traffic, and you know you don't want to start the day in a negative yes. tone. Yeah. Around and but you already come to work, then you are bringing your whole, you know, into that workspace and saying, mm. okay, now that my laptop is fired up, I'm ready to go. Sure. Right. So, so that kind of makes sense too. That's one uh, big piece uh, coming out of my stint with Maruti Suzuki. Then uh, I transited then Shiba to Bombay for a short while, worked with Marico mm. for about a year and a half. Mm. And uh, some personal tragedies when I was in Bombay at that time. Then I decided to move back. Hmm. But it was it was fascinating. Mariko um, was very very different uh, from a from a government to a transiting private sector to a fully family owned business. Hmm. Hmm. I had my own apprehensions of I don't know how it, that would, that was that's going to hmm. turn out. Hmm. But I would say it, it did well. It did it did well because they were very very ahead in their thinking of. people management or you know capability building or you know empowerment and i felt pretty liberated uh, even on the mm. day one say that i was given a download saying hey this is your job that's your place you work and you're on mm. Mm. okay that's it is it yeah that's it you figure out you will have <laughs> the job <laughs> yeah, that's very very helpful <laughs> i went right <laughs> I guess I guess that was nice and lot of uh, that I would say in a sense set me up in terms of taking decisions whether right or wrong is my problem right mm -hmm. I'm accountable or answerable to my own mistakes and uh, somebody will pat my back if I do a good job but nobody is watching over your shoulder saying okay tell me how did you do today sure right? yeah yeah so uh, I guess that really helped me in connecting with outside world uh, traveling to. in that part of my career i traveled to pretty much every single district of madhya pradesh and is that and, where you were based oh yeah no i was based in bombay but you were looking but a lot of the issues relating to my job were originating from madhya pradesh so so your my... work took you to uh, madhya pradesh a lot yeah yeah absolutely sleeping uh, with a newspaper and a shoe under your head in a bhopal station <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, was, what amazing experiences, no? Like, yeah. <laughs> you bet. I was I was once sitting on in one of the very small town, uh, you know, uh, in Madhya Pradesh, and uh, I still had my time to reach to the court hearing, and I was sitting under a tree. Literally, there was a small bench, and next to a chai shop. So I said, "Okay, let me have a cup of tea and do something on my laptop." In the meanwhile, somebody actually came and said. can you do this for me i'll pay you more because normally they do it in typewriters there yeah. i don't know <laughs> i won't open my shop yet i shall do that soon <laughs> i could have made some money on a hindsight i'll do 50 bucks for a page or something <laughs> oh that is amazing what a story <laughs> well yeah, it's a uh, uh, fascinating so uh, i i can it kind of took me two things it did to me one is taught me how to connect with people who don't know you at all mm. number one okay. number two is that it also helped me to communicate in a in a manner in a language to people 
who don't care a damn about your background or whether you flew into meet them or you walked or you came in a bullock cart mm-hmm. so these are there are there are places uh, shiva you know it's it's a learning but it's also a little bit of a disappointment that you have courts judicial system uh, which still doesn't have even the bare minimum infrastructure and and then we are expecting those people to uh, find justice and struggle through it and for you it's just a day job you be there a couple of hours and you're done you're move out and you mm. you're back in your flight to the your home home base mm. but you think of those guys they do that every day there's just two or three lawyers one judge everybody is yeah. doing everything right so that's the ground reality isn't it shankar oh yeah absolutely how and much of it has changed do you think i would say it has changed but still not at the sub district level even at the district level it has changed a lot of infrastructure infrastructure developments have happened particularly i think post covid the realization that mm-hmm. you need to digitize or it started with supreme court on digital hearings and high courts uh, a lot of uh, thrust is being now put by state governments also to formalize digital hearings mm-hmm. but the downside of that is even in the in the lawyer fraternity not all of them are so well off to be able to afford a a laptop or a computer or internet sure. connection sure right so how do they manage that's right that's the reality yeah as a litigant today i attend the court hearings sitting in my office so yeah. i am like amazed because for a for a half an hour hearing in supreme court i may have to travel all the way to delhi which i don't Hmm. I sit in my office. I do my thirty-minute hearing. I move on. I do my job. Right. Hmm. Hmm. But for a litigant who's not afford affordability is the question, or is not technologically that uh, you know well, how does he attend a hearing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everything is happening in English predominantly. Hmm. Hmm. So in local court, when you're standing physically, you're talking to your lawyer in your in your vernacular language. At least you're getting a drift of what's going on there. But sitting digitally. it's all humbug right yes i don't even know what what is happening unless you are really clued on to it yeah you know oh. and and i guess you know keeping keeping your feet on the ground on that one particularly in the role that you play in corporate law yeah. and at the same time sensitizing to this it must be a constant um, uh, yes how do you how do you deal with that shankar so uh, even uh, see wherever whenever we connect uh, whether whether it is in the in the in the bar at the local levels and mm-hmm. we keep telling no what they have started doing is that they are started training a lot right but that is also again, again happening only in tier 1 tier 2 mm-hmm. i don't think it's going beyond that mm-hmm. so i just hope and pray that the normalcy from that point of view restores quickly so people who really need justice people who really need some remediation of their issue some resolution they get what they need right mm. a large large population of lawyers uh, pretty much live on a i earn every day eat every day basis mm. for them it's a doomsday for the last 8 10 months they not had any income mm. right and the courts are not functioning mm. the affordability of those litigants is is a big question mark mm. so I don't know. I just pray that this just gets resolved soon. Yeah, it's a it's a huge huge challenge on so many levels. It is, it is. So, but you know, the point is that the point I was making is that going to the ground, connecting with those guys, and talking to them in their language, in mm. their way. You know, I remember sitting down on the floor with two of the lawyers because that's his office. It was partly yeah. his home, and on the back of his house, he had made a temporary makeshift office, which, frankly, you know. 
don't know in the olden times used to have this gadda and this mm, bowl mm, correct bolsta ke saath that was his kind of office so you were sitting down in the floor and having a lunch cooked by his wife so connecting with them uh, yes. you know, yes. and communicating to them and that kind of kind of taught a lot in terms of how people are different and what their expectations are they you go with a let's say a, a, a predetermined notion of what i might want to say i don't know what he's expecting but it's so different when you meet them finally right and i was i landed up in a place and very far and beyond it took me like from raipur it took me 11 hours to drive to reach that place wow and there's a reserve forest in between so there were police patrol on before the convoy and complicated stuff and i go there then the court is on a holiday because the babu the babu who had the key uh, fell ill so the judge was also sitting outside because the judge court room was locked right okay. so <laughs> i was i was talking to those couple of very few three four lawyers in that town i was talking to them saying that uh, hey i can't come back all the way is it possible i can get some photocopies of the documents so that i can read and next time i come i'll be a little bit more prepared is it sure he said but it's going to cost you a lot So I was thinking from the Bombay standard, saying costing a lot. He was going to say about twenty-five thousand bucks. Yeah. I said, how much lots? Define lots. Huh. He said, look, don't negotiate. I'm going to give you a number, but I hate to negotiate. I said, I get it. What is the number? He said, five hundred. I said, done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Look <laughs> at that. You know, Shankar. I, I, I actually said, you know what? I want to give you a thousand. Thousand, exactly. <laughs> it's so so oh my god what a yeah and how enriching life must have been for you for going through all these absolutely yeah. no go ahead i'm listening please tell us more it's it's been that has that has been a huge huge uh, learning across uh, maharashtra a big part of maharashtra and uh, and madhya pradesh in 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 particular so it took me a lot of travel a lot of travel and uh, a lot of life enriching experience of meeting people talking to people learning about them and uh, pepsico of course you and me have been, have connected pepsico yeah. has been a has been a bit of a roller coaster with <laughs> with everything happening again it's a fascinating uh, fascinating part of my career a lot of great people i have uh, come to work with and fantastic lifelong friends and colleagues uh, yeah. some of them work with me even now in the current job oh, okay all right yeah. so so it's been it's been it's been great and uh, you know uh, again a lot of empowerment right uh, ability to make the mistake yes right? and one one does you know i keep saying this to myself and my current team here is that you know you can only be 80% right you yeah. can never be 100% right because my judgment of how good or bad a case is basis what input you give me and i want to discount 20% of what you tell me already because maybe you don't know what you're not telling me right so <laughs> exactly, exactly. not that you want to not that you want to lead me a wrong path but i will discount your knowledge by 20% because maybe it's may not be entirely true correct. or correct correct so, i remember uh, shankar you you had a young team in pepsi in yeah. pepsico and you kept them all very um they were very motivated they were very motivated yeah. lot and i think as a boss they were very fond of you <laughs> you were always looking out for them and i remember that bit and and uh, quite a few of them are now general counsels in uh, you know large companies super and it was like yeah what to do with the way that you you Absolutely. took care of them and made them grow right you coached and a lot look, and i look back and connect with them it is 
it is just uh, amazing feeling the saying wow i mean they have they have made their mark right so right. Right. and even here in the current uh, you know current role i have i have i kind of brought down my overall age of the team by at least 40% so <laughs> so uh, i think 80, 75% of my team is 5 years and below fabulous because oh my god they must be so that that you know and and the fact that you do this shankar you know no i there is a reason uh, why i thought uh, it made sense then and it makes sense now uh, clearly shiba is that you know in my profession you are only as good as your knowledge mm-hmm. right yeah. it's like doctors or lawyers right mm-hmm. i'm out of touch with the context i'm irrelevant right right, right? right. so i was just talking about it to a couple of my young uh, colleagues uh, only uh, last week that one has grown up reading uh, for example uh, labor laws and industrial disputes act suddenly all of them has become irrelevant because there is new four new labor codes the government has introduced it has repealed all of those so uh, i can say that i have experience in doing labor laws but i cannot say i know labor laws the way it is written today so i got to unlearn and relearn mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so the, those those who are starting to practice now for them it's it's not different they're just reading one more law correct they correct. don't have that thing in mind that oh i have been reading this for 30 years right and i got to now unlearn i remember that section this provision suddenly it's not relevant right right because those have changed right the references have changed yeah i got to really erase that and and start building my knowledge on the new set of laws and those guys are so much on top of it and so quickly mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that when you're debating or discussing with them saying that have you read this they've already read it they've analyzed it and they are giving a point of view okay absolutely and that's what you need right you need them to be and i keep saying this you know particularly in a in a in a in a profession where deliberations are you know need of the uh, absolutely core to the function yeah where you and me need to always discuss disagree agree so that we come to a more balanced uh, view if both of us agree on everything one of us is not required it's true right so <laughs> so true. i keep telling them that you know the reason uh, you know i have more experience of having done a lot of things but doesn't mean i know everything mm-hmm. right i still don't know a lot mm-hmm. so a lot of new laws have come in the last 4 5 6 years a lot of new laws have come a lot of older laws have got repealed they have gone out of the rule book Right. So right. I'm I'm if I kind of sit back and reflect on my inventory of what I know, yeah. maybe half what is not relevant anymore. So sure. Maybe yeah. my experience of having been there, done that is 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 relevant to bring it in the context of the newer laws. Saying okay, right. I did this in a different context, but maybe you could check it. But I don't have an answer saying that's the answer because I don't know that. Sure. Yeah. So the younger lot because they they don't come with a baggage. Mm. Mm. and they are a lot more uh, open to risk mm, correct they and they see it's very simple if i if i can't keep them satisfied and happy they'll be gone i know that so you do take the risk of attrition very high attrition you know and then you're wasting time in investing and training people who are gone mm-hmm. but then that would be my accountability to say if i am investing and training and making them relevant why would they go okay unless i'm able to show a career path a growth or you know one of those and keep them motivated in a sense and make them contribute to uh, the organization make them contribute to themselves right, right? in terms yeah. of richness of the experience they get 
variety of uh, stuff they get to do hmm. they feel getting challenged in their uh, intellectual boundaries they're going to be around they'll not go anywhere absolutely right yeah. but uh, that helps in terms of when i'm discussing with them or challenging them hmm. i so much of push back i get either i can take it on my ego and say dude you are 1/4 of my age what are you talking about <laughs> or i can, or i can say you are my equal because what you have read yes you are more than my equal because what you have read is more than i know so i am all ears right help me yeah. out here i don't know what you are talking so it it becomes a two way learning process you by in a sense so i'm i'm i get pretty energized because they keep me on my toes they keep yes. me running right so they, their speed is something else right <laughs> correct no and it the fact that you can embrace this you know i, I think that is phenomenal because it would mean that the ego does take a knock every now and then i'm sure and the fact that you can handle that i think that is a, that says a lot uh, shankar uh, yeah, it's because it just i i just feel fascinated uh, interacting with them and uh, the kind of perspectives also one one thing which you need to factor is that the currently the way law is taught in the five year program the internship routines regiments they have they need to go through the internships and mm. the kind of the way the entire curriculum is spanned out it gives a very different cut mm. right to mm. their ability to think analyze research write mm. mm. which was not there in at least my time or even one generation after me sure Sure. So if this is a completely new, and that's what they also bring to work, and that helps change the, let's say, work practices. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So I see a huge amount of opportunity in learning, and why would I lose that? So that's my greed or selfish motive. <laughs> <laughs> and they also gain a lot from that because you know they learn from your from your balance, from your years of experience. your hand holding i'm sure quick proko that's a quick proko right that's right okay we had to have a statement like that coming in how could we not <laughs> so um what have been the key influencers some of the key influencers in your life shankar i would say couple of uh, you know one is i i've seen my my parents to begin with my mother and my father in particular on perseverance and resilience right mm. uh you know he is he was a he was a uh, a government employee getting transferred all over the country and and there was there was struggles around it and i would see them with a uh, sometimes i used to get worried but they will come around and say you know what i got this don't worry mm. i've seen that i kind of reflect back as a learning mm-hmm. right and i see that if if they could have done with whatever limitations they had the, then i am i am at a luxury right now i don't no reason to crib <laughs> right so you know the 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 persistence you know the uh, the way they would find solutions around it you know i would i always say that uh, my mom was apparently the biggest uh, multitasking manager <laughs> i've seen her <laughs> juggling some 10000 things with my you know siblings and everything else going on that's amazing isn't it what they managed oh, yeah. absolutely absolutely initially in my career from a professional professional point of view so two two of my initial uh, gurus i would call it uh, you know in when i joined uh, maruti one was there who kind of uh, gave me the induction into working in a job because that was my first job and then there is one more professional colleague who taught me how to be a smart lawyer so and those two people one unfortunately is uh, no more god bless him the other one is just retired 
couple of years back and right through this journey shivas one thing has been constant that i would just call this guy randomly saying you know what boss i'm stuck and these are the situation this is the law i've thought through this i am not able to get my head around it what do you say and this guy has got zero context to my business hmm, hmm. it doesn't understand the issue hmm. but he would always patiently hear me hmm. and then he will tell me something saying did you think of this that or something else it's not an answer it's a great direction for me to say ah that i missed yeah. right and i will just hang up hang up the phone and and i'm done right yes so yes. the sounding board yes. you know you you do need sometimes you get so f- up to yes. here yes exactly that you, you don't have the air space to think Correct. and sometimes you're stuck in the confidentiality obligation like you know talk details mm-hmm. you know up there you're alone right so you you cannot divulge details but you need somebody to talk to without breaching confidentiality yes. but at least getting a point of exactly. right so this guy he's retired now and even now and then i call him once a while just to just to say hi to him mm. so i've kind of known him right through my career and uh, you know and that's been a so that's something i learn keep learning from him saying that uh, wow you know how do i just entertain a conversation so i get a lot of what i do is to learn from him is that across my journey right from uh, marico to uh, to pepsi to now here i get a lot of calls from colleagues uh, with multiple legal issues personal oh, problem patrimonial sure. issue i just try and make it a point to listen right at least that much i can give back to say okay let me try and help you because they have sought me out because they maybe they they, they thought they believe me and they thought i could actually help and there are things i can't help because i don't have the knowledge or ability to help but mm. i know where to find that help mm. Mm. i can direct them to somebody who can but that's one thing at least i try and live by you know thanks to this gentleman's uh, coaching me over the last three decades of coaching yeah. right yeah. he he still can just me think the right thing so i try and help people so often there is no problem when people come to me for pro bono uh, advice on some legal issue i tell them you know what there is actually no issue mm. you are just thinking it wrong mm. a lot of times that i kind of play back what i'm learning <laughs> to yes. to other people it, it it's yeah those two has been clearly clearly uh, and of course uh, you know uh, we keep uh, you know trading our own chariots with four horses you know galloping away and thinking wow i have achieved and survived without looking back yes. so my wife in particular right through i, I keep saying this i was just not home during my time in pepsi i was traveling so much mm. working 8 to 8 8 to 9 but there's a missionary behind you which is you know working perfectly when you come back home yes. so she has been a she has been a phenomenal uh, support again to to ensure everything is there everything is taken care of right oh. you go ahead with what you're doing and i know it's important but i'll take care of the rest not that that's not important now you reflect back to say that's as important so one thing i started doing shiva is that in the last about 10 years uh, in pepsi and now in uh, hindalco every new year eve i write a letter to all the uh, families of my uh, team members whether it is parents or spouses just to thank them that's awesome i've been i've been doing that now for 10 years and you know it's it is fascinating the responses i get uh from sometimes from parents and i remember a very uh, a retired you know a, a ips person who's mm. one of the children used to work with me mm. he wrote that you know what i have i've been an ips officer i i've headed police and this and that and whatever 
never once anybody has written me a letter saying that thank you very much on my so yeah it's been it's been nice and i i kind of like that and and uh, those people have been in touch with me the parents and the families and spouses have been in touch with me even otherwise to sometimes raise some issue saying sure. you know what i need this to be transferred to bombay i i'm not sure why my husband is not able to tell you for some reason maybe Mm-hmm. but if you can consider in the next one or two years because my child is going to you know college now and i need to relocate mm-hmm. those conversations happen and there are some who reach out because in my letter i also kind of refer them to my wife to say in case you want to mm-hmm. catch up with her absolutely reach out to her mm-hmm. so there have been conversations i know from there are there are about 50 60% of my team is girls and boys mix so they reach out to my wife sometimes even in, in it has happened to me in the past as well where they would share saying that you know what this guy loses his cool too much can yeah. you just ask him to chill down yeah. Yeah. so i get feedback at home as well to say yeah. you know what you got to watch yourself we are losing your cool too often <laughs> double check on your double check on your behavior <laughs> well that is what a great system what a great system you've got going shankar because Wow! So the families also feel free and safe to reach out, and uh, and I think that's tremendous because that then that kind of becomes very close knit, isn't it? In a manner of speaking, the more formality you have in yeah. saying, "Madam Shiba, how are you this morning?" to saying, "Hey Shiba, what's up?" So yeah. there's a world of difference in communicating as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and that brings me to a. quick one on theater i know that your wife ran a theater group and you dabbled in theater also didn't you no 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 i was the i was the spot boy you i used the... to try <laughs> nashta <laughs> but it was it was it was fascinating yeah she did uh, have a theater group back in gurgaon she used to act in theaters yes and uh, so i i used to take care of not take care of there was there was a guy very experienced guy who used to take care of the production as so to say the all the inventory of stuff they need the costumes and stuff like that and mm-hmm. i i would be the mundu there <laughs> I, i loved i loved doing that yeah it was amazing but since we moved to bombay it has been a, yeah. a bit of a setback on that piece yeah. yeah i guess busyness no a lot of stuff that must be going on for you now in yeah, your yeah. room absolutely so uh, shankar if i was to ask you <clears throat> your unique gift that each one of us has something very special <laughs> we that we give to humankind and each one of us i mean nobody else can do that because you know you are unique as you are what do you think your unique gift is your unique i don't know sometimes it's a, it is a, is it a gift or what but again something which i have which i have uh, learned and i try to practice as much as i can is empathy and that i learned from my again i said from my from my family my my parents and i believe i have been on on both ends of the lack of it and you know the uh, so i i believe that's hugely critical uh, for any human being right yeah. any profession any level whatever wherever you are yeah uh, that's absolutely critical and i try as much as possible to be as empathetic as possible because we are often too quick to judge yeah. right and and that sometimes uh, kind of uh, prompts us to say or do things which can be extremely hurtful mm. and you can mm. turn back and regret yeah. and uh, but if you start building that maybe the entire appreciation of a situation appreciation of a person appreciation of a circumstance is very different it it helps you to be a lot more uh, grounded and balanced i would say mm. so 
I'm not sure if that's a gift I have or anything, but I try and practice as much as as I as I possibly can in all my interactions with people. I I just want to be as because I would expect that. Yeah. That's the way I see it. You know, I believe it definitely is a gift because uh, I think we don't have enough of that. And <laughs> if anybody is embodying that and consciously uh, working on that, so that almost like it becomes second nature. It's uh, it's very very valuable because uh, I think without even you perhaps realizing it, the, the 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 younger ones who are with you are seeing that, and as you role model that, they possibly will start also emulating that. So I think. i think it it's a huge one particularly yeah. in the profession that you are in also shankar yeah but i i try i try as much as possible consciously to practice uh, is there anything else you'd like to say particularly to the the young ones who are starting right now or to a younger shankar is there, <laughs> is, there is there any key message you'd like to give us you know I, i i keep seeing the, i keep saying this uh, pretty often is that uh, one thing uh, people i think i don't know it's a changing times or changing generation call it whatever that the ability for people to connect seamlessly or connect more is somewhere weaning away i connect when i need mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. communications conversations have become plastic right i send a i send a whatsapp saying hi and that's good enough i've said hi mm-hmm. right i i my only message to and this is again coming from my learning as i was growing up sure. is that unless you connect with people right try and understand the person in front of you whether it is a business negotiation you are doing or just having a cup of tea don't complicate life too much just connect right understand give space for other person to understand you have that uh, you know uh, empathetic mind to understand the other person's predicament maybe not every time you meet somebody is going to be productive it's okay sure, sure. it's fine right you may have to meet more often than one time but that's okay mm. connect is a lot more important right just call up your people back home just say hi to them right how we just take things for granted right it's okay they will understand no i don't <laughs> please call and say hi <laughs> i'm okay just say that that's good enough yes. but yeah. connect is a is a and the more you talk to people the more you connect with people there is always something you will learn mm. no conversation goes waste mm. right I, i keep saying this you know you should thank a person who behaves very badly with you very nastily with you should thank him when you walk away because he has told you what you would not do because that behavior hurt you so much that you should say i will not do this to anybody because it hurt me so bad so thank the person to be nasty to you mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i can create angst and kill myself doesn't take you anywhere the more you connect the more you learn every conversation whether it is a you know chai wala in a dhaba or you know you beat the most senior most bureaucrat or a politician all of them have something to teach you yes good good bad ugly i'm not saying teach means always good there are huge huge bad behaviors you come across which is okay yeah. that's a learning that something you won't do to anybody <laughs> sure 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 no and you know that's such a powerful message uh, shankar and thank you so much for sharing it out there because you never know who is going to get impacted by what you've just said and yeah. somebody who needs to hear it right now as you say this i hope yeah yeah it's been a pleasure to have you on thank you very on. much for uh, having me on this program and i've been watching as i said just before this recording i've been watching all the episodes and it's been a huge learning hearing uh, so many different perspectives and what i noticed it that there are a lot of things which 
I have not experienced and mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure in my living time I will, but that's a way to learn yeah. from people sharing that experience to you. Uh, it's again, connect, whether it is exactly. one way or the other, right? Just connect. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, very much. Thank you, Thank very you much. so much for making the time. It's been such a pleasure and uh, hope to stay connected with you, Shankar, and not to have such a long gap again. We will. We will. You, you take care. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you for your time and attention and for being a part of Soul Brews with Shiva. Until next week, keep the coffee swirling. <laughs>